is What Shall We Do About with Sam Robinson. Hello and welcome to What Shall We Do About, the show that tries to improve the world's less pressing problems. If, like me, you live in Australia, you'll know that we have good options for public transport. Yet sticking to timetables is somewhat of an issue. Trains are frequently delayed and one issue can impact an entire network. So, what shall we do about trains? Joining me to discuss is former Triple J breakfast host turned author Alex Dyson. We got to catch up face-to-face before COVID-19 shutdown regulations came into effect and it was a lot of fun. I laughed a lot and I hope that this might give you some much-needed laughter too. Alex Dyson, welcome to Sydney. Thank you very much for having me. Good, um, to, be, good to be back. Yeah. As, we, as we're about to dive into the, the public transport topic, I think there's one thing that people might know you for your many years doing radio, Triple J. You're about to release a book. But I know there was a time last year, mid-last year, when you kind of ran for parliament. I did, yeah. yeah. Ran. I mean, running's not public transport, but... um. <laughs> So it was a little bit slow and a little bit last minutes, but we, we gave it a tilt. But one of the things I know that was on your mind, mm. because you were kind of, it's one in the seat, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, from your hometown of Warrnambool, was public transport was really important to you in what you were standing for. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I think it absolutely is. And it's funny, yeah, as being someone who didn't get my license until I was... 23 and even then it was part of a radio stunt um (laughs) i I was 24 there we go there we go go. so i'm very adept with public transport um when i first moved from warnable to to melbourne to go to university i was catching the train back every second weekend to play footy for russell's creek footy club so i was on the train quite a bit on the old v-line there um catching trams around melbourne you know, getting introduced to that via college and O-Week. We did the tram cram. Um, what, what's the tram cram? Oh, that's as many students as onto the tram as Is that a possible. annual ritual? Um, I think so. Um, the driver got a little bit angry when, when I think the O-Week leaders told us all to jump up and down and the tram started bouncing. So, um, yeah, that was the end of the tram cram for that day. It gets to February and they're like, oh, no, here we go again. Yeah, we exactly right. Oh, they're back. <laughs> but um, no, I'm very respectful of tra- public transport now. And I think it's, yeah, it just having travelled around as well to many places around the world, it's, it's, I find the metro systems really interesting. And you can almost rate cities based on how easy it is to get around them. Yeah, and right. that, a lot of that being, you know, how is it easier to, you know, navigate the Beijing underground or mm. the Moscow underground or the Stockholm underground, which wow. are some pretty cool stations as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's something that that can definitely make make life easier for people. Yeah. You know, and stimulate the economy, Sam, which in politics, that's that's what it's all about. <laughs> stimulate the economy. <laughs> So what is it? So I I know that I, I have never been to Warrnambool, yep. but I know that it's it's what, a couple of hours from Melbourne. Yeah, it depends if it's running a um a hot weather timetable on the trains to Warrnambool. So but there is a train line. There is a train line. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, you get three to four trains a day, depending on you know weekdays and or weekends. And yeah, it takes about three hours and forty five minutes now on the train. About three hours, maybe ten, fifteen, if you drive down the highway on cruise control. So, what were you trying to improve about that? Well, not pulling away while people are trying to get on the train for a start. Okay, all right, all right. (laughs) 
which happened to me one time. I'm um, trying to get on the train at Warren Ponds, which is just outside of Geelong. Um, so that's one. Were you Having... running late? Or... No, no, no. I was, well, so that trip was interesting, Sam. All right, that Please. trip was interesting. We've got the time. This well, is a podcast. Hey, I'll get into the story in a sec. But you asked, the question was, um, what would you improve about the train line? Okay, so it's pretty expensive to get to Warrnambool. So if I'm buying a ticket, it's 40 bucks to catch a train down to Warrnambool. And it's the slowest train in the state. And it's, um, yeah, it's just, a, it's longer than driving. And then also if you've got, if you're going with a friend, mm. it's like, well, let's get a car. Like my Facebook was filled, you know, because a lot of friends from Warrnambool and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone uh, driving down to Warrnambool there, you know, got a room in the car for me? Or, you know, there's just a lot of that because yeah, suddenly two people paying for, you know, half a tank of three quarters yeah, of a tank yeah. of petrol at most, it's a lot more cost efficient to just get in the car. So that is that is one. I guess more frequent is another. It'd be, a, you know, a lot better. People could use it more if they go up, you know, obviously the Friday night train is packed and then, the you know, people can't split up their trips. And just more reliable. It's amazing how frequently you'll be at the, the train station and um, <laughs> someone always come over. Oh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, there's a uh, signal failure just outside of South Geelong Station. Uh, we're going to be waiting here until further notice. That was the last time I caught the train to Warnable, one of them. Or I was catching the train V-line again, different direction, heading up towards Albury. Okay, I was on the yes, Albury okay, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting off at Euroa, okay, where my girlfriend was picking me up. So... I'm on the train. The announcement comes over. Uh, apologies, ladies and gentlemen, but the air conditioning in carriage B is broken. Could we please get everyone from carriage B moving to the other carriages? Uh, anyone who is travelling all the way to Albury in order to accommodate the people moving out of carriage B, can you please get off at Seymour? You will be on a replacement bus through to Albury. The woman across from me is like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like they just they find new exciting ways to mess with people's day. <laughs> I, I feel like there's you know? like there's a guidebook, right? And yeah. it's like if this happens, and then right down the bottom is move everyone from one carriage from to the carriage other. into the others, yeah. and then get a bus for the people going all the way, so we can have an empty carriage running. The rest of the train is full. Everyone else to all breathe. The train will stop the thing. It's absolutely unbelievable how they can come up with these sort of things, but um. Yeah, so reliability is one. There's always going to be problems, you know. I'm not naive enough to think it'll be, well, I guess Japan does it pretty well, but um, as far as just the frequency of problems getting yeah. uh, getting removed from it okay. would be really good <laughs> as far as public transport goes, I think. Well, now I need to hear the story about you. Well, this day, I was going to Warrnambool and I was getting there and <laughs> I was catching... I was going to catch the train from my suburb in Melbourne to Southern Cross Station where the regional trains depart. I, Beautiful station. What a Southern station. Oh, I mean, the yeah. roof oh. cost a lot. I know. It puts Central Station in Sydney to shame. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's not quite as ornate. It's sort of more modern with the roof and stuff. I mean, they could have put a flat roof. They went with a um, sort of a, a f eggshell, foam eggshell wall in undulation wave. Undulation. Roof. That's a good word. Yeah. So they went with that. <laughs> they could have gone flat. They decided to mix it up. Um, I think they ran into a bit of a trouble because <laughs> they didn't put originally, even though it was super expensive to undulate. I mm. mean, undulation is not cheap. <laughs> um, even though 
that was quite expensive. I think they realized after it was finally built, after a long time, there was no ventilation. And so all the smog from the trains was getting trapped in the, in the station. And yeah, so that's they had to <laughs> get a little bit of vent, get a few vents up there. But um, so I was going there. It was, I ended up because of the public transport to get there running late for the train. And in, to catch a regional train to Warrnambool, what you, they encourage you to do is to phone up beforehand and book a ticket. Uh, at least half an hour beforehand, okay, and then pay for it online and then pick up your ticket at the station. Okay. Okay, yeah, and then yeah. allow, th- get there 30 minutes early so then you can get on the train. I was running a little bit late for that because I've done it before. I feel like, I do it reasonably frequently, feel like a bit of a pro. Cut it a little bit too fine in that I was running, I, I was at the corner of Burke and Elizabeth Street with five minutes until the train left. And that's about five block trip. I jumped on a tram, didn't think I was going to make it. I pulled in to the station, ran across the road, literally went, just tapped my Mikey. Mikey doesn't work in Warrnambool, <laughs> but I'm like, I'll get on the, I'll get on the train. I went to go to the door. The guy hanging out the back of the carriage goes, the doors are closed, mate. And I'm like, he go, I'm like, oh, what should, he goes, jump in here. So I ran, leaped, basically leapt into the caboose <laughs> of the train next to the conductors who like, and then walked through into a packed train and sat down just in between carriages. Couldn't believe I'm absolutely puffed. But the problem is I just tapped my white Mikey on the way in. And so uh, I didn't, I couldn't you could get off in Warnable and tap off. Because that doesn't have that infrastructure. There's another issue. We can mm. do. But then who's topping out their mic? It's a $40 trip. Who's going to top up their Mikey $40 every time? Anyway, so I'm on the train and now I've made the train to Warrnambool, but I'm only valid until about Geelong, which is a third of the way to Warrnambool okay. because that's where the Mikey stops. So I could tap off at Geelong. It, it, how long does your podcast go for you? Usually it's about 30 minutes, isn't it? Look, mate, I'm in a this hurry. Is gonna- <laughs> I the start of the story. I, I have nowhere to be after this, okay. and the listeners are invested in this story. I'm sure this Alrighty. is a great story. Well, I'm not sure how how the investments the- will pay off if we're going to be have a high yield investment here. <laughs> I'll but get I'm, back to you. I'm going to do, after do my best. So I'm sitting on the train. I'm like, all right, I got to figure out what to do. Call my dad to say what's going on. All right, he, he goes, I'm going to walk down the Waterloo station see what we can figure out here. Anyway, the conductor comes through checking everyone's tickets. I do my Mikey, but I. Right, he's like, yeah, that's valid. But I explained to him, look, I want to go to Warrnambool. Can You're I being a good guy about it? Can I purchase a ticket? He's like, well, if you've got cash, I can take your ticket. Of course, in the cashless society that we're now living in, mm. I don't have any cash mm. on me. Certainly not thirty nine dollars eighty five for a full fare non concession yes. ticket yeah. from Melbourne to Warrnambool. And so I'm like, okay. Uh, can I go to the, um, can I go to the food van? What's they call it? The buffet? The buff- or the, oh, it's always a buffet. The, well, they call it the buffet. Where they can, dish where they, the vegetable pasties yeah, on the Heat up hour. a hot dog in the microwave. <laughs> Could I go and purchase thirty nine eighty five worth of food slash get money out? Of course, they're not giving money out at the thing. They no. can give you a four and 20 and a... <laughs> Bottle of Fanta, but they can't can't do a ticket with their FPOS machine. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do here? And I decided, okay, well, I've got a friend who lives in Geelong, Warren Ponds. I'm going to get off, visit him for the afternoon, then get back on on the night train to Warrnambool, okay? <laughs> so I'll tap off my bikey in Warren Ponds. I didn't have anything to do in Warrnambool that afternoon. So I'm like, I'll visit a friend, 
then I'll give plenty of time at the Warn Pond station to buy a ticket. Can I pause you here? Certainly can. You because I just, I just feel think... free to wrap it up. As no, well, no, 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 no. I want to, I want to get back into the story. But for me, I'm seeing there's some integrity to you. You could have just sailed Tried on to... that train all the way to Warrnambool, right? Yeah. Well, I guess when you're planning on running for parliament, you do not want to be <laughs> the, um, you know, you're the... worried. That... I don't. This is my first. This is my sports rort scandal. Dyson. <laughs> Refuses to pay the V-line fare to Warrnambool. <laughs> he tapped um, on, but he never tapped off. <laughs> exactly right. So um, I got to be very wary, and I think I think I was actually I was. This was during the campaign. Oh right, okay. okay. I'm pretty sure this is during the running for okay. the seat of Warnham campaign. And for the record, I am I aiming would, to be the member for Warnham. I would never do this either. Okay. Okay. Let's, yeah. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Good ideas listening. in my head. Okay. So the great train robbery of uh, 2019. So I'm off at Warpons. Have a nice day visiting my friend, okay? Because he's actually a friend who was editing my campaign video where oh, I did interpretive dance. Nice. To that, I'll go. I'll go check in. We'll look yeah. at the videos. I recorded. That's right. I recorded a bit of um, ADR. Was it additional dialogue retor- recording? Voiceover. Because the voice at the start of the video was a little bit windy, and so yeah, I recorded that. Perfect. So I needed to stop at Warpons. <laughs> this isn't a bad story at all. Anyway, that day finishes. I go back to Warn Ponds at the station, run into some, as you do, going to Warnable, run into some friends of friends sort of thing. It was some a dude I went to high school's parents were there. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Collins were there. So I got to chat to them. Oh, how's Stephen going? I'm like, yeah, yeah he's, they're like, yeah, he's good. He's living, going to Deacon. I'm like, beautiful. Um, catch up with them. That's good. Oh, we're both in carriage B. How about that? Anyway, train pulls up late. Mm. Okay, so there's there's this is night, once this is night time now, right? This is night. This is about nine p.m. Night has fallen. Night. <laughs> if you play mafia, you know about that. Night has fallen. Train pulls up. Okay, about twelve minutes late. We go finally get out. Me and the Collinses walk up because the the little shelter that you can purchase your ticket in is at the front of the station. You got a long tail of a station. The train pulls up. Me and the Collinses are up in carriage B, up at near the end. So we pulls up, we start walking to our carriage B. I get get to it, go to open the door, and it's like locked. And I'm pushing on it. I'm like, what's going on? Push another one locked. The train starts pulling out <laughs> of the station. Now I've checked the ticket here, Sam. And it's meant to wait at Warn Ponds for two minutes. Okay. Yeah, right. It's been barely 45 seconds for us to walk up to the end it's of late. our it's carriage. It's trying to catch up time. And we're like, what's doing? Stephen <laughs> Collins' mum's going, what's going on? Yelling at the conductor, wait. We're at the- and the train pulls out. <laughs> Here at 9pm, standing on an empty station at Warn Ponds. <laughs> at 9pm on a Saturday night. I'm thinking of Sydney, uh, City- well, it used to be City Rail, Sydney trains now. Yep. They would never do that because if there's people at the doors, they wait till it's all clear to go. Yep. yep. Is it? Is this a country platform thing? That's, it's, it's a pretty slightly country different? platform. It's pretty country. I mean, there was a conductor there. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a mirror on the side for the train driver to look back to see what's going on. But anyway, we're like, what's going on? The, per- the conductor, what's, we're meant to be on the train. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sort of stepping back. Kind of laughing at the absolute, you know, ridiculousness of this situation. The conduct and the conductor's excuse was: we made an announcement earlier to please enter the train at the nearest door and then walk to your seat through the internal part of the train. Because they were running late, they wanted to make up some time. Instead of stopping at Warren Ponds for two minutes, they want to stop, get everyone on the front door, and then leave. But because we didn't hear the announcement of please get on your nearest <laughs> open what if, door. What if you were deaf? I don't know. 
hearing loop. I don't know. I don't know, Sam. And so we're like, you just pulled out the, yeah. that sort of thing. And she goes, oh, all right, goes in, gives us a cab charge. Okay. Well, at, Go to a taxi out so the So you're front. on the outskirts of... We're on the outskirts of Geelong. Geelong. It's a two-hour drive to Warrnambool. <laughs> Me and a random kid who I went to high school's parents <laughs> jump in a taxi <laughs> and spend two hours driving to Warrnambool at the expense of V-Line. $268. <gasps> Thank you very much. Wow. In the tracks. What, what Talking to the taxi driver who's just going about his business on a Saturday night. He suddenly is driving two hours to Warrnambool Regional Victoria. And he's not going to get anyone to take back either, he's, right? He's driving empty back, my friend. <laughs> I doubt anyone's wanting to go to Geelong from Warrnambool. Unless some people came down to go to the, you know, the Highline Bar and Nightclub, the only nightclub in Warrnambool and from Geelong and want to get back that night for $260. So when we look back and think about it, what was it, three hour 45 trip? How long was this? I left my house at, <laughs> it would have been about, yeah, a, a 12 midday. Yeah. And get in about 11 p.m. So yeah, it's okay. 11 hours right. a day. Right, for- yeah. Of mucking around Yeah, there. would have been cheaper to hire a car. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> for V-Line. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I guess in the end, I only paid... Um, well, I, I guess I bought my ticket to Warrnambool. I just didn't use it because the train pulled away. No. So, I still... Yeah, anyway. And you tapped on too, so... And I tapped on earlier on, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, that's that's public transport to that's regional incredible. towns in that Australia, is a, my friend. That friends. is an incredible story, though. I I used to, before I had my license, um, so I was working here in Sydney, my uh, fiancé was in Wagga, and so I'd often do the the, uh, the train. Actually, no, she so she was living in, have you heard of Dookie? I have the heard town of, of Dookie. the Dookie campus. I know the Dookie yeah, campus. Yeah, she grew up in Dookie, which right. is a town of like 300 outside of Shepparton. Because what uni was that? Was that Charles Sturt? I don't even know what uni it was, yeah. but she lived in the town, not the yeah, college. Yeah, right. And so I used to get the train to Benalla, the yep. CenturyLink train. Yep. Um, which is an in- endurance test. <laughs> it's like eight and a half hours or yeah. nine hours. Yeah, and, wow. And so you, I think you, ch- you tend to choose the night train because then at least you feel like you're not wasting yeah, a day yeah, doing yeah. it. And boy, oh boy, you, got, you could write books from those stories. Oh, mate. It's pretty remarkable. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, that sounds like the eight-hour train trip. That sounds to me like the Trans-Siberian Express, which I have also been on. Trans, what is that? The Trans Siberian Express is the train that oh, runs sorry, from. Oh, sorry. I think you said the train side beer and express. <laughs> I thought I haven't heard of that Australian service. You know what? That sounds pretty good, my friend. That sounds like another idea I had. You should catch the tr- the trains <laughs> side beer and express to a, a bar that I want to open um, in Melbourne because they've got Sydney Road in Melbourne. I want to go to Sydney Road and get a little venue and just sort of uh, paper mache up um, photos of Oprah from like O Magazine all over the venue and have it the Sydney Road Oprah House. Oh, um, wow. And just, yeah, that's an uh, idea. That Don't idea- steal it if you're listening. Don't patented, steal that yeah. idea. Patented Alex Dyson. But um, anyway, that's we're getting sidetracked here. But the no, Trans-Siberian no, no. Express, yeah, yeah. the um, four-day train from train. Siberia to Moscow and further as St. Petersburg. And even if you want to start at Beijing, you can. And that's where I started. So and you so, were on a, a train for four days? Well, that was that section was four days. Yeah. The Irkutsk, Siberia through to Moscow was four days. You can add about... 28 hours from Beijing to Ulaanbaatar, the capital of Mongolia. Mm. And then it's about 36 hours from Ulaanbaatar to 
Irkutsk. So it's about six or seven days. Wow. Across. Is it a good um, train? Like compare it to V-Line, Warnable. Because <laughs> that's um, a pretty low bar at this point. It's it it's more reliable, I think. Wow. I mean, the one it left yeah. from Beijing on time. Mm. I almost missed it because I was like sitting there waiting for people to line up and the doors to open, but they didn't really. And at the very last minute, I go up and go, oh, is the train? He's like, oh, get out of the station, you know, mm. go on. It's about to leave. So that was close. But um, yeah, it some of the longest stints, I mean, it's so long, man, four days on a train. It, I remember just thinking there at the time, this sucks. I hope, I mean, I look back on it now, it's like, oh, it was cool. But I remember at the time, it's like, this is too long. I'm, it's too hot. I'm sweaty. Or Two hours in. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't bring enough. I didn't download enough podcasts for this. And even then, I didn't. don't have enough charger bricks to keep my phone alive for four days yeah. to uh, Does do it, that. Do you- does it stop? Do you get off at all? Like to, to stretch your the legs? The only time I got off on that four-day stint was I met a a um, <laughs> Russian guy um, in the dining cart who came over and buffet. said hello. The buffet cart. Yeah, the full buffet cart. But it was sort of almost table service where you, they come over and mm. give you full meals, whereas you know, instead of just picking a microwaved hot dog out on the V-Line to warn or better food on the Trans-Siberian. Um, but the only time I got off is the train stopped and him and a lot of the rest of the Russians quickly get off, puff a few, as many ciggies as they can. Of course, yeah. And then quickly jump back on the train. So I got off with him to puff a ciggy. I went, well, to watch him puff a ciggy. I didn't, <laughs> to I didn't partake second myself. I, went off to, I got off to passive smoke. And then get back yeah, great fresh air experience. Yeah, but that was good. The, the weird part, the weirdest delay on that one was... And this is how, if I was, you know, the member for <laughs> for Mongolia instead of Wannan, that I would change is when the train from Beijing gets to Mongolia, the width of the tracks are different in Mongolia than in China. And so instead of having another train raid, waiting and get there and, I don't know, you go through a border crossing, you go passports and then you get on the new train, yeah. <laughs> stay on the train, someone comes in and takes your passport. And so I'd woken up and was very delirious and giving them my passport and you just the first thing they tell you you go overseas keep keep your eye on your passport but you've just got to give it to them yeah, they go yeah, and, check yeah. it and they do bring it back so that's good but instead of changing trains what they do is they get a little crane thing what and, and they lift up the carriage with you on it they pull out your wheels and they put on some new wider wheels <laughs> and dump your carriage back on them wow and then you the train keeps going so Anyway, that's that was a pretty funny one. Trying to sleep while your carriage is hanging in the air. Yeah, thinking I hope this is going to hold up properly. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, that was a bit better than V Line. Uh, <laughs> in Siberia. Yeah. I'm going to change this podcast title now from public transport to trains because that's what we're on. Okay, about. we'll stick okay. with trains. We'll I'm happy that. with that. I did that's have a good. story about a bus. If oh, you wanted to. please. <laughs> Can we? We're going to change it right back. Okay, let's change it back. <laughs> 23 minutes in. Yeah, unless, um, look, if you want to do another another podcast, you know, how do we fix trains? How do we fix trams? How do we fix, fix buses? How do we fix ferries? How do we fix river cats? You know. Maybe you could be yep. our public transport correspondent and we just get you back every six months for a chat about different... Happy to do that. I don't know. No, yeah. you're busy, man. Um, uh, bus story. So, <laughs> okay. Well, this is a bus story. You know, given I like public transport so much and given I'm... What would I say? Thrifty? Cheap? Um, Cost effective? I am too. Yeah, good. I drove here not taking the tolls. <laughs> and it took me twice as long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I avoid tolls. Always toggle that one on the Google Maps. Absolutely. Um, so when I was li- living in Sydney doing radio, I was out at King's Cross one night when you were still allowed to be out there at 3am and I was... Mm. 
got out and I was going to get the sort of rideshare home situation, taxi home potentially. This could have even been before the rideshare really took off. I was thinking taxi home, but then I was like, oh, I'm, not, I'm pretty close to the uh, the night rider bus here. Uh, yeah, the I old night rider bus when the yeah. trains shut down. And the trains are down. You always count on the night rider to, uh, and you know I've got mates who take the night rider. Who I always like to catch up with. They're always just really good, good specimens on the night rider heading home. Um, but no, I tried. I found a seat to myself on the night rider. This is all good. But then, um, you know, I was just leaning in the corner. It's been a big night. It's been a big week of breakfast radio. And so here I am on the weekend. It's it's way past my bedtime, 3 a.m. This is usually when I'm getting upset. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. So um, I find it quite surprising when I sort of look up at the driver and he's getting off the bus. I'm like, what's going on here? What, after you'd left or when you got I'm off? St- no, I'm, st- I'm still on the bus. So that, and I've been and- waiting to, you know, I've just been okay. riding back to where, where it stops. So I'm going to get off and walk back to my house. And the driver's getting off. I'm like, what's going on here? I look around, there's no one else on the bus. And I look outside the bus and there's hundreds of buses around me. And I'd fallen asleep on the bus. <laughs> and I I hadn't like collapsed in the corner and the bus driver couldn't see me. Yeah. I'm sitting up. Maybe my head was slightly bowed <laughs> as one would who fall asleep while sitting. But I was well inside of a bus driver. I could see him getting off the bus. Yeah. So I don't know what if he didn't just look behind him. So at this... you're in the depot. I'm in the depot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's five in the morning and I'm in the depot. Is this the one on Parramatta Road? Just no, this is up near Bondi Junction. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the opposite direction of where my house <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, okay. So he's driven towards my house to the final stop. I haven't... He's probably said, final stop, final stop. I was asleep. <laughs> and... Either he didn't see me or, but I'm sitting up. So he probably did and just went, you know what? I can't be bothered. Wow. He's, he's bad. Yeah. Get, he walks off. And so I'm sitting there on a bus in a depot. The driver's just left. So I get up to <laughs> get off. My foot's asleep because I had my legs crossed. <laughs> and so I fall over <laughs> with a numb leg. And then I'm sort of like limping off the bus, the door. He's left the door open, which is probably the only courtesy he afforded me <laughs> in this whole process. <laughs> then I'm weaving through the buses at the depot. I get to a wall. There's a pot plant there. I step on the plant, jump, jump over the wall, fall onto the grass there. Walk up to Bundai Junction. The sun's coming up at this point, and I catch a taxi. It's more expensive than if I just talk caught one in the first place. So that's what you get <laughs> for catching cheap. public transport. I mean, that's the dry, That's the dry, same as the train driver. They just don't care. No. They're just following orders. No, they're doing the job. You don't do You just... <laughs> and it's his knockoff time. Exactly. He's well, not out of Walk here. up and just, you know, shake me awake and go, Oi, mate, last stop, get off. No, he couldn't be bothered walking back to do that. It just takes me to the depot. Oh, man. Anyway, I'd fix that. That's how you fix public transport. Wow. Drivers must shake sleeping <laughs> passengers awake and well, throw them like, off the... You know when you land on a plane... And everyone has to get off and they go and do the checks. They do the clean. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't happen on public transport. Exactly right. We did radio. I think I told that story on radio afterwards and someone said that they did a somewhat similar thing in um, going back to maybe it was like Newcastle, I think from Sydney. They'd been out one night in Sydney, jump on the train to, well, it was the train to Newcastle, but they were, they were getting off at Gosford or something like that. Yeah. Um. And so they got on, fell asleep, <laughs> um, <laughs> went all the way to Newcastle, 
I think was still asleep and then the train turned around, came back to Sydney, woke up back in Sydney where they started <laughs> from. <laughs> and then so, so yeah. Well, they, either they got to Newcastle, then that was the last train, so they had to wait to get back for Gosford, slept at Newcastle Station, got the morning train from Newcastle to Gosford, but fell asleep on that and ended up back in Sydney. And so they had to go back to... Anyway, they missed Gosford twice, was the point. Because, you know, the, the cleaners always come through on the trains with the pincer sticks. I don't know what they right, call it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the claw. Yeah, I know, what, I know what you're talking about. The... Do you reckon they just see people and just go, ah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. I don't want to touch them. Yeah, it's yeah. not in their remit. Yeah. No. Pay rate. I mean, they strike a lot, so maybe... That's true. Is it. Maybe instead of in negotiations next time, all right, yeah. we'll give you your pay raise, but wake everyone up. Who's asleep? That should be part of it. You wouldn't have been contract. in Sydney. I think it was like the start of last year, or maybe the year before, when Sydney trains changed the timetable. And it was a big deal. Right, yeah. But what happened was there were delays for days and they, they actually said, no, it's not the timetable. It's because there's a lot of sick train drivers. <gasps> yeah. And so a shortage of train drivers. Right. But they weren't saying it's, which, which all of us were so like. So it was a temporary oh. train change? No, 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 no. It was a new timetable, like brand new year. Here's a new yeah. timetable. Obviously, like, teething issues. This is, <laughs> yeah, New South Wales transport is different as well in that, like, when coming coming to Sydney for the first time and seeing double-decker trains, now that is quite amazing. Yes, of course. But then you see that, you know, when they're buying new ones, they bought these new double-deckers too wide for the tunnels on the way to the Blue Mountains. So uh, they had to, the trains were expensive. They, they went slightly cheaper chains, but then had to pay so much more to get into the tunnels and just widen them oh, wow. more to allow for the <laughs> rocking of a slightly wider double-decker train. That makes you wonder. It's an oversight, isn't it? And How it does that happen? And always is. It's the same as the bloody tram that they built. Yeah. There, there was stuff under the ground that cost heaps more and delayed everything. And Okay. All right. We talked a lot about the negatives. Public transport. But I know, and you have mentioned you've been around the world and you've seen some really good modes of transportation. Uh, What are some of your your favourites in your travels? Um, Beijing was was really easy to navigate. That was good. Even Moscow had a really extensive one. The Paris system, like some of it's super old and like some of the trains even are on wheels with like tyres. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it's not like metal on metal. It is literally a tyre that runs on sort of a whitish metal track thing which is quite remarkable but being easy to link up to things is is really good and having having options like even the melbourne one for all its faults like i like the the way that they do it in that all right you've got a two-hour ticket or a daily ticket yes like even the free tram zone is very tram zone which they've brought in which is pretty handy for people around the city i mean the rough thing or if you're traveling to melbourne for a weekend then you have to go and purchase a Mikey ticket for six bucks yeah, okay. to then, and then you put $20 on it and you're catching a tr- one train because you're there for the weekend and the, you just want to go to St Kilda once or something like that. That's, I don't like that either. And now that, you know, you can tap your credit card on things, <laughs> make spending billions of dollars on a, on a system pretty redundant. Um, so yeah, every, there's no perfect one, I guess, yeah. but there, maybe someone can come up with a system that takes good ideas from various places and amalgamates it into one. Like, yeah, the two-hour thing, I know when I moved to Sydney and you want to take a train, then a bus, and you got to pay for the train, then you got to pay for a bus. In Melbourne, they go, no, you can use whatever you want for two hours. So if you're taking one trip and you're you know, getting a lift home, it's not going to 
cost you like three different yeah like train bus tram you know you just it's one trip i'll pay for one trip to my destination rather than because it's inconvenient and poorly serviced yeah 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 yeah, of course i'm up for for more money here so that's yeah that's interesting i think that'd be a good idea to do for a long time, there's been this vision of a high-speed rail between Brisbane, oh, Brisbane and Melbourne. Oh, we're getting into high-speed rail now. Can we now? Wow, there, let's this, do it. This, I'm still going to call this trains, even though I diverted to a bus. Wasn't there a conspiracy theory that the recent bushfires in Australia were deliberately lit by some sort of government um, department who wants a high-speed rail and this was to clear room for the tracks. I have not read this. I haven't heard that no, at don't all. Don't bother. Is that, Do is that, not bother. Is this, who started this conspiracy? <laughs> is it just internet trolls? I don't care. Or? And even when mentioning you- it is probably more than whoever's getting into it deserves. Okay, all right. But well, let's I not talk about find it. it absolutely baffling for those kind of... Those oh, naturally, things. of course. But yeah. there is that has been touted for a long time. For a high-speed rail, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And this is the problem. Like, you know, I'd love high-speed rail, cheap high-speed rail from Melbourne to Warrnambool, you know. Great, that'd be beautiful. Melbourne to Sydney, beautiful. Sydney to Brisbane, hitting all the spots on the way, that would be beautiful. The, the issue being, obviously, it's super expensive to do. <sighs> And I'm, I'm all for, you know what, Sam, you know I love a feasibility study. I am mad for a feasibility study. I'm not sure how many they've gone through. I'd, I'd say it's a few over yeah, the years. Yeah. There's been a few feasibility studies. But I'm sure if there was high speed rail between, you know, between capital cities and anywhere, if it was, if it was you know, Melbourne to Brisbane or something like that, if it was Melbourne to Warrnambool, if it was... Just pick pick a spot. People would love to live in the spot that isn't the city and commute. And you you tell me that wouldn't be good for that economy. Oh yeah. Or the Melbourne economy. Or, you know, suddenly rents in Melbourne are, you know, more sustain even capital cities are more sustainable. You know, rents will go up at other people, but there'll be more jobs there because there'll be investments in those sort of areas. And you can just spread out a little bit of yeah, of the of the pain of living. Yeah, <laughs> is, that the, is that the right word? Yeah. Um. I'm, yeah. I'd hate to get into Parliament one day. The people tracked out this podcast. It was like Alex. Uh. Oh. Uh. Mr. Prime Minister, you said uh, <laughs> back in the day that uh, there was a pain of living. What's yeah, your plan yeah, there? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I would say as far as investments go, public transport is a really good one and effective public transport. Public transport where. It's reliable to get to Warrnambool and so people can catch the train and, you know, the then suddenly... The train will stop if you're standing next to it. Yeah, the train, yeah. just policies like that. Yeah. You know, you let yeah. all the passengers on who are on totally, the platform. Yes. You know, forward-thinking, you know, progressive policies such as that, that suddenly, yeah, I think it'll be good for a lot of regional communities and coming from a regional community, yeah, that's that's pretty important for, yeah. for that. And not only that, it's good for Mel, you know, Melbourne or whatever capital city as well because people come to the city on the weekend if they could be bothered rather than getting the, you know, the car and parking up near the MCG if you want to go see the footy or something like that. Just having, yeah, having people able to get from point A to point B cost effectively and in a timely and reliable manner is um, something that I can think you know, will certainly be expensive at a time, but is something that over the years will definitely pay back its investments, I would say. Do you think public transport gets a bad rap for being 
gross. Um, yes, because it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that a bad rap then? Or is it just reality? Is that a ra- I think it's just a rap. <laughs> it's, just a- <laughs> it's a justified rap. Cutting toenails on the train. You've seen someone I've cutting seen toenails on the train. I've seen people doing that a number see- of times. Yeah, that sort of stuff really irks me. Like someone getting footage of a lady shaving her legs in a public pool. I mean, it's just despicable. And public transport, yes, you know, I d- just the other day, yeah, my girlfriend went to sit down in the chair. I'm like, up, 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 don't sit there. There's something on that seat. That's pretty grotty. You know, there's always a random can at the bottom of a bus just like bouncing around. <laughs> I got on the train one day. I was the first time I've witnessed... A kid is a teenage boy, of course, with a couple of other legends. And he's like, whoa, whoa, leans over and just tags the wall next to me with his Sharpie. And I was just like, oh, who, what are you doing this for, mate? Like, I, I didn't say, I just had elbow surgery and I was in, um, in a sling. And I'm like, Sam, you know, normally I would have, I would have stepped up and, you know, put the boy in his place, you know. Would have absolutely given him a word. I ran for parliament Damn. once. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I did a dance to show that I was running for parliament. So you've got to listen to what I say. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an aspiring politician, mate. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing this. But I, yeah, for the rest of the day, I thought about what I could have said to him. So I think that counts as doing something to yeah. stop that. But people do that. You see scratches in the things. It's yeah. People throwing the bikes in the river, the share bikes in the river. There's just there's a there's a real lack of respect for public transport, and I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what that is. What that you can put that down to? Yeah. What do you put yeah. it down to? I just think everyone feels like they, you know, no one cares about it, so you can just do what you want. Yeah. One of the best um, things I had, and this is, you know, I'm just thinking, <laughs> I just like bringing this up um, because I was thinking about it as, as far as my parliamentary career goes. This is forward thinking stuff. One of the best things for the drop in crime rate, yeah. this could be maybe one of the best things to stop tagging on public transport, um, parenting classes. Really? Some government brought in pre- parenting classes 18 years before a very large drop in the state's crime rate or whatever. Wow. And so the problem being that no current politician in their right mind will come in and sort of do that no, because you want to be tough on crime and you want police on the streets right now. We'll have extra things because it's a three-year election cycle. Do we not think at 18 years of the future? Who knows who's of going to course. get the credit for my good work yeah, down, yeah. The, <laughs> down the track there. But um, maybe we should bring that in, some public, maybe public transport etiquette classes. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Run by you. Run by me. <laughs> you'd, be the, you'd, yeah. be the, you'd be the minister for... Yeah, uh, public transport, public etiquette. transport etiquette. <laughs> well, yeah, the train to Warner used to be able to buy you know VBs and UDLs on that train. No alcohol now on that yeah, train. Right. Uh, I could I could see why. I could see why. <laughs> Actually, all right. I think this we've we've got on too long. There's so many public transport stories, but I've got one. You're for not you. holding me up. This Sam, is you, this is you, mate. This is good, and this. <laughs> This is public, the train to Warnable to a T. My friend was sitting down. I think it was a busy Warnable train, okay? Sitting there next to a a young family. I think it's a dad and a mum and a baby who the dad's just put sort of on their back on the seat <laughs> across okay. from my friend. So they're just there writhing a little bit. She's like, oh. And then he gets up and starts fiddling around in the overhead baggage <laughs> thing yeah okay try to get something out when suddenly my friend gets absolutely covered in some sort of liquid he's taken out a baby thing <laughs> to like feed the baby and it's just fallen all over her gets absolutely drenched <laughs> okay <laughs> she's like oh my god does that and the guy's like oh don't worry darl it's just breast milk <laughs> 
Now that is not part of my public transport okay. ethic, you know, ethics and etiquette. <laughs> That's the video thing. you play. Breast milk <laughs> needs to be in a tightly sealed container. All right, no flimsy lids on your breast milk, people. Okay. Now, if you're catching a train of waterfall, keep it tight. All right, you'll be all right. There's there's the poster <laughs> campaign. Keep it tight, you'll be all right. Look, Alex, we are going to need to wrap. Because you've got a plane to catch. Um, and probably but, public transport to get there. Well, I yeah. I, man, I'm, I'm looking up. I need to get... You need, um, I've got the app. Between the suburbs app. in Sydney. And they're giving me train, bus. They get, I want to go train, oh, train. Yeah, but okay. it's a train, bus. I think I'm just going to have to ride share. I think it's it. Uber. It's, yeah. That's another... That's enough. That's, if you've listened to Alex's podcast, <laughs> Mirth, which I do every week... There's always a story about rideshare. I'm going to get Kyron on for rideshare. <laughs> yes, please do. Yeah, how do we fix that? Oh, I he's would the love perfect to candidate for that. All right, well, let's wrap. Um, Alex Dyson, what should we do about public transport? Um, Etiquette is one. Etiquette is one, definitely. Um, make it more frequent, more reliable, and more affordable, mm-hmm. okay? And suddenly, and maybe a bit speedier if you can, um, and then suddenly I think that you're going to start looking at a lot of areas House prices are going up near the public transport, yep. you know. Yep. Um, rents are stable. More jobs. Econo- We're back to the economy now. Mm. That's that's what we need to do. Yeah, yeah, right. How we do that, you know you know what we need. Feasibility study. Need to do that and then ignore all the findings of it because that's what governments do best. Okay. <laughs> all right. And high-speed rail. There you go. Yeah. Get that going. Fantastic. Well, I haven't laughed this much on a podcast, oh, really? yet, I think. <laughs> so, thank you. I really oh, appreciate good. it. Well, public transport, it brings out the best in people. That's that's what it's all about. Is there any public transport in your book coming out? Um, No. This is a No, no, no. This, yeah, this, is the plug. this is the moment to plug the book. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, it's called When It Drops. It comes out on May 1st about a kid who releases a, well, a song of his gets out and goes a little bit nuts, sort of inspired by a few of the cool cats that I met while I was you know, on Triple J. So, yeah, but as yet, I do not think there's a train. I think there was a tra- They caught a train to the city, mm. but that got cut, so it's not even in the book. Because it left without them. Well, no, <laughs> because in it, it, they got there on time and on budget. And, uh. <laughs> and the editor looks at and goes, Alex, that's not believable at all. Like, You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it. So, anyway, yeah. Excellent. Pick it up. All Buy the book. Shops. Or pre-order. i got a link on my Instagram. Oh, really? You, can, right. you can pre-order it there. I'll put a link they in the show it. notes to pre-order the book. Yeah, and perfect. And three listeners will all do it. Mm. So, then it's something to read when you're on the um, the train replacement bus or, <laughs> you know, you're stuck in the taxi with your friend's parents and you're a awake. bewildered Warn Ponds taxi driver who's just found himself in a four-hour round trip. Or when you wake up in the bus depot and you've got nothing to do because <laughs> it's locked. And the bus driver did give you the courtesy of keeping the door open so you could get off. Alex, thank you. Thank you, Sam. Pleasure. My thanks to Alex Dyson, who you can follow on Instagram at AE Dyson and also on Twitter at Alex Dyson. And an exciting update since recording this podcast is that his book, When It Drops, is dropping early. In fact, it's out today. I'll put a link to order it in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. As always, I do appreciate it and would love it if you could rate and review it wherever you heard this. And uh, I do hope you're doing okay considering the world state at the moment. And I'd love to hear from you if you, you know, want to give some feedback on the show at whatshallwedopod at gmail.com. And you can find this show on Instagram 
and Facebook at What Shall We Do Pod. What Shall We Do About is hosted and produced by me, Sam Robinson, with production support from Ali Barnes and original music from Chad Gardner. Stay safe and I'll catch you next time.